It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomklein.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. Let's jump right into it. I'm absolutely thrilled to kick off the program with Dan Breyer from Briarside Solutions, a charity consulting company in Sleepy Hollow, and uh, who's offering the Rhino Club card for the first time in Illinois. So Dan, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Shalom. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk you know, to the audience, so looking forward to it. Oh, it's a lot of fun, and I love um, your motto of empowered by compassion and the desire to help others. So, Dan, I always love to get started with the story behind the entrepreneur or behind the impact maker over here. Dan, how did you, uh, how did you get started? Yeah, uh, thanks again. You know, I graduated Purdue back in 1994, Shalom, and uh, had a degree in industrial engineering and wound up getting a job with my dad. He was a real small owner of a uh, landscape products distributor. And so kind of moved into sales right away. And, you know, like anybody back in the day with those audio tapes, you know, I had a lot of time driving around and did a little Dale Carnegie and Zig Ziglar. And, you know, I had one of the quotes shown that still sticks with me today was you can have anything you want in life. If you'll help enough other people get what they want. Well, that's kind of been my mantra in the last 25, 30 years. So graduated in 94, I got a chance to actually become part owner of the company with my two brothers and dad around 2006. And had a great run and we just sold that company last October. So, you know, kind of looking forward to a new phase of my life. And in the last four or five years, my life's kind of changed. I stopped coaching basketball and baseball with the kids. So I've had more free time. Um, so move more into some charities. I had a friend diagnosed with ALS. He ran a golf outing for four or five years, Shalom, and, you know, just, just see the need for people, you know, with disease or low-income kids and, you know, just kind of a passion of mine, you know, moving forward from this point. So. Amazing. And uh, it's a team effort over here. I uh, understand you and your wonderful wife, Donna, um, have uh, played very active roles in the community, and it's uh, certainly a, 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 a partnered effort. So you have become the owner of Briarside Solutions. And uh, tell us a little bit about what that is, and then we'll uh, jump over to the Rhino Club card. Yeah, my, like you said, my, my wife's kind of the same thing. She does some tutoring, has been a teacher all her life, you know, loves to get back with kids. You know, it's pretty, you know, motivating for her to see the development. And so, you know, again, with, with the business sale and the kids are a little bit older now, Shalom, we have one in college and one's a junior in high school. So, you know, as we've gotten some more time, we've really, you know, kind of focused on getting more involved with the community and uh, became a mentor with the Carrie Wood uh, Foundation. It's Summoner Academy now. I do that, you know, once a week here for the last couple of years. So, yeah, Briar side, kind of the same idea. We just want to be like a socially responsible company, 
trying to raise money for charities and, and that's kind of where we're at moving forward. Amazing. Um, that's, that's so important and good for you for giving back to, uh, to the community. And I know that you have an inspiration behind it and that's amazing. So can you tell our audience about the Rhino Club card? I heard it's being uh, offered for the first time in Illinois. Yeah, they, they started a couple years ago, Shalom, down in Naples, Florida. You know, the owner, it's kind of a family business, uh, Doug and his son, Brandon. It's a digital fundraising platform. Uh, they've done a great job down in Naples. You know, they partnered together with three or 400 different businesses, restaurants, you know, uh, salons, car repair companies. And same, same thing. They approach these companies, try to bring them all together on a platform and, you know, help organizations raise funds by and a lot of these Businesses obviously have some type of, you know, whether it's a 10% discount or night of the week, they're trying to generate more sales. They bring them onto the platform and we kind of work together with the organizations to help sell the memberships and raise funds. So the best way I can describe it, Shalom, is I don't know if, you know, if you had kids, you have to sell those discount cards. You know, we had to sell them for our baseball and our high school teams. And they're pretty limited. You know, it's 10 or 15 business partners. It's only good. It's, you know, again, limited geographically. So if you're Parents, your aunts and uncles live outside the immediate area. They're, they're never really going to be, you know, buyers of those type of cards. So Rhino has taken that to a higher level, made it a little bit more lucrative and exposes maybe the organizations to a wider audience to potentially raise funds. So that's, that's huge. And I understand that people can download an app and not carry an actual card. So let's talk about the technology. I love that you've innovated in this uh, era where there's, a lot has changed very quickly. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Tell yeah. us about the technology. Yeah, it's, it's huge. You know, when I, when I thought about this idea a couple years ago, I never really liked the discount cards. And we found these guys, you know, they, they checked all the right boxes, you know, with, with the COVID times and contactless fundraising. You know, it's just a great, it's a digital platform. You know, they build a website for all the different organizations. They help, you know, try to drive people to that site. You buy the memberships through the app. So anywhere you're going, you're traveling, you can search for, you know, restaurant or business partners geographically or by category. So it's real easy to use, real convenient. And, you know, you're, you're literally getting access to tens of thousands of discounts across the country. So it's just tremendous value for, for the organizations, for the business partners, and then for the Rhino Club card users. I love it. Um, and so let's talk about the impact. Let's talk about some of those charities that you've been able to help uh, along the way through both of those two areas that we've been talking about. Again, I am chatting with Dan Breyer, um, who is making a, an incredible impact through Briarside Solutions as well as the Rhino Club Card. So can you profile, can you highlight any of the local businesses and charities that you've been able to make a difference in? Yeah, we just, you know, kind of went live the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had training a couple of weeks ago, but you know, I'm up in the Elgin area. We've got some verbal commitments already from uh, Fox River Med Spa, from Chubby Bullfrog, Salsa Street. So just, just kind of getting the word out is going to be the big challenge. There's you know, really any any business is a potential prospect to help these organizations. You know, the organizations, it's the needs incredible, Shalom. It's, uh, you know, I'm doing the little research on prospects, and I, I think there's close to 100 animal shelters in Illinois. So between pets and, and you know, the youth, just underprivileged people. I mean, there's just so many organizations that need to raise money with, with the COVID conditions we're in. It's, you know, taking away a lot of the, you know, like I could tell you, one of the Boy Scout troops around here, they do a spaghetti dinner every year. You know, they're not going to be able to do that this year. So they need other ways to raise money. And, you know, having this Rhino Club card opportunity, I, I think it's going to you know, make a lot of sense to a lot of these organizations to kind of supplement and find new creative ways to raise money. 
So what are your plans for 2021? How are you uh, hoping to make it, to sort of change things and change the paradigm, uh, if you will? What are, what's your, uh, what's your big picture goals for this year? You know, I'd, I'd love to make this, you know, the trending app, like I said, they do a great job in Florida, Shalom. You know, if I could help, you know, 50 to 100 organizations, you know, raise some amount of funds this year, that would be a great start. You know, it's just like a snowball. We just kind of got to go get the momentum building. I have some verbal commitments for campaigns already. So as the word gets out, I, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, people love to save money. Businesses love, you know, to promote their companies. And you know, organizations need the money. So I really feel like it, it checks a lot of the boxes and just hoping we can get the word out there and, and do some good work with a lot of these great organizations. So organizations that, would, that want to get involved, what, what can they do? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, they, you know, my information is probably available through you or at briarside.com. You know, all the information's there, uh, you know, phone number, email, all that stuff. It's, you know, got some information that they can look at for more information on the Rhino Club app. They can go to rhinoclubcar.com or even check out the app. So a few different ways to look for the information or to track us down. So always available. That's fantastic. Well, I appreciate you sharing all of this information, all the good work that you're doing in the community. Uh, it's a huge impact. Dan Breyer, again, uh, Briarside Solutions, as well as the Rhino Club card. So uh, appreciate you coming on. We'll have you back on um, to continue to profile all of the good work that you are doing. Uh, and you have been listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We're going to squeeze in a break and uh, we'll continue our conversations with entrepreneurs making a difference. Uh, we'll be chatting with the uh, with the man behind Summit Diagnostics. Uh, in the meantime, I want to encourage all of our listeners to get on your favorite podcast app and make sure you are clicking subscribe, rating, and reviewing our podcast. Because not only are we on the air, we are on your favorite podcast apps, and it makes it easier for people to find the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Uh, so just search for Get Down to Business. Additionally, I also host another podcast called We All Serve, where I interview uh, those that have put on the uniform and we talk all about leadership lessons learned and talk all about service. Again, that podcast is called We All Serve. You can find out all of this information on my website at shalomkline.com as well as download the past seven years of shows all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Many fan fantastic guests, interviews with folks like Dan Breyer uh, and other uh, great entrepreneurs on the program. So we're going to squeeze in a quick break and we'll be chatting with Summit Diagnostics when we return in just a moment. Don't touch that Dell Chicago. We'll be right back. Chicago, welcome back to Get Down to Business. I am thrilled to be joined by George Powell from Summit Diagnostics. And uh, George, uh, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's ex it's exciting to have you, and you are a partner with Aloha Toxicology, and um, so you have had uh, quite a uh, quite an interesting year. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about Aloha. I don't think it will come as any surprise to our listeners uh, that you have had uh, some interesting uh, work going on in uh, in Hawaii. So uh, George, let's talk about your story. Let's get right into it. What happened in Hawaii? Well. We've been in business out there since 2008. We started a uh, toxicology um, laboratory 
And our business is really designed around uh, rehab and recovery. What we do is we monitor um, uh, drug rehabilitation, alcohol rehabilitation. And uh, in 2008, there wasn't any local laboratories in Hawaii. So we thought it would be a great opportunity to go out there and establish it. We've got uh, two local partners out there, and I've got a partner on the mainland that uh, we decided to go out there and give it a try. Um, and it became a very, very successful situation. Uh, we, you know, it's, it's quite a different culture out there. So it's a little bit of getting used to, uh, you know, what goes on and how it work. But we did a pretty good job. And we were probably doing a very valuable asset to the, uh, to the community out there. And there is, you know, like anywhere else in the world, uh, they have their problems that, uh, that need to be addressed. So we set the uh, program up. Um, we hired a, a, just an absolutely fabulous sales rep to that area. Um, at least we thought so at the time. And um, uh, she was uh, did a very good job of getting the business built and uh, keeping things involved. And she actually was promoted and started managing the laboratory for us. Um, unfortunately, uh, we found out uh, at the beginning of 2018 that she had actually accepted a position with a competitor lab and was working for both laboratories at the same time for almost six months. And then uh, we didn't find out until very, uh, we had some inklings that there might be something going on, but uh, about six months into it, she uh, resigned and um, shut the business down saying that nobody was using this anymore. Uh, the case was that she was actually working for another laboratory and making double money. And then uh, she pivoted all of our business away from us to this laboratory and um, basically told all of our clients that we were sold, believe it or not. So it's a little bit of Hollywood drama in here because it was like a uh, like a, a lifetime channel uh, drama that was going on. And uh, we had to rebound quickly. And I will say that um, the clients that we had, the people that work with us just did a fabulous job of responding and uh and you know addressing the issue and getting getting to court and uh, of course we had to spend quite a bit of time but we mm -hmm. got an injunction that stopped things from going in that direction but as time went on we found out more and more and more about what the uh the underlyings of the whole thing were so it was it was an interesting time for us but um i think the important message is, is that uh, we rebounded and um have done a really fabulous job of getting it back on track you sure have. You sure have. Again, I'm chatting with George Powell, and uh, it, perhaps in the future there will be a uh, a little bit of a uh, a lifetime series that will take place. Um, but what I want to highlight is the impact that you guys are making. Um, you're also the CEO and founder of Summit Diagnostics, um, which for 12 plus years have has been bringing stability into the drug testing industry, and uh, you certainly are continuing to evolve. Um, not just with the uh, drama, and I'll just use that word, that drama that's uh, taking place in Hawaii, um, but you are having an impact in, uh, like we said, drug testing. But 2020 has been a year like none other, and you have pivoted in Summit Diagnostics as well. So, uh, George, let's start with the basics. What does Summit do, uh, I guess, has done in the past, and what are you doing now? Well, starting back in uh, 2007, we saw a need for increased drug testing laboratories. You know, we uh, my whole life has been spent in the laboratory industry, and we we saw some some alarming trends in the opioid market that were were escalating. And as you know, it's become a major major health issue in the United States. So what we do is we work with laboratories around the country to um, test these individuals in a very compliant and uh, succinct way, trying to reduce costs uh, 
making sure that people are getting drug testing done. Um, we really have been in every state in the United States and have branched into the uh, European market. Uh, we produce a magazine that's dedicated towards uh, rehab and recovery. Um, we're really investing market. Uh, you know, we worked with clients as far away as Antigua and, and uh, pretty much all over the world. Um, we basically do a lot of work with instant drug testing to try to get instant results for patients that need to have uh, situations addressed very quickly. But of course, when COVID hit, uh, things really changed and uh, people couldn't go out and get to their sessions anymore into the 12-step meetings. So um, Summit really had to pivot in a lot of ways to not only um, help keep the market going, but to a, a pivot and stay alive. And that was a, that was a real chore. But we've developed some really cool products that not only address the COVID market, but also are getting us back into a new niche with the telemedicine market. That's going to be um, really a fabulous addition to what we do um, to help rehab and recovery. Well, that's, that's huge. And you're making a difference um, through that pivot. Uh, each and every day. So uh, where where are your operations actually located? Um, our corporate headquarters is uh, about 35 miles north of Boston in southern New Hampshire. And um, we, like I said, we do work all over the all over the country. We have about nine laboratories that we work with presently to help satisfy the needs of, um, you know, any state or local areas from uh, from Boston to Hawaii. Absolutely. That's that's fantastic. So um, on your website, which we'll uh, direct people to in just a moment, uh, you have uh, quite a bit of information about your COVID-19 safety program. Um, so you have a number of different uh, areas that you have uh, that you have, again, pivoted. Uh, nobody even knew what uh, PPE and UV disinfecting UV lights and temperature screening and COVID-19 tests, uh, what they what that meant uh, just a few short months ago. Um, but now you have pivoted and you are involved in all of those areas. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the impact that you're making? any of the stories that you might want to highlight? Sure. Uh, you know, when we, we started looking at COVID, we had to look at it in a number of different ways. And I broke it up into three segments. And uh, first was discovery and then uh, uh, testing and then, uh, you know, more or less the treatment and vaccines. We can't really do much with the vaccine side of it, um, except that our testing modules, both for antigen and antibodies, are very, very important in the recovery and looking at the pandemic. Even when the vaccine comes out, um, uh, which it is right now, you do have to be tested to make sure that you are producing antibodies that helps with the immunity portion of that. But one of the things that we really wanted to focus on was to look at a way so you don't get this, not only a defensive stance, but an offensive stance. And we've developed a, uh, or working with a group of people that have developed a new mask that actually is um, neutralizes COVID on contact. So if you, um, if you look at what we have on our website, you'll, uh, or if it's not on yet, it will be very shortly. This new mask, basically, as the virus touches the mask, there's a molecule built into it that actually bursts open the sac that holds the RNA that gets people infected, and that neutralizes it. And it's the only mask out there that does that. So we're really, really excited about this. We think we've got a niche market here that um, it really a lot of people can use. And the best part about it is, is that we keep our prices so low. We want everybody to be able to do this. And we're hoping that masks can contribute to neutralizing the pandemic and getting us to a place where uh, we can get back to some type of normalcy. 
Fantastic. Absolutely uh, fantastic. And that's exciting how you have uh, used your team uh, to really innovate uh, and, and make a difference. So uh, how can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about uh, all of these uh, cool technologies and all of these cool programs that you're offering, as well as, as I understand it, you are actually looking uh, from what I see on your website, you are looking to, uh, to grow your sales and marketing team as well. Absolutely. We, we know that with all the products that we have, that having great people out there that have a positive attitude, that know that we've got um, a way to help the, the general public, not only in drug testing, but in this COVID situation and in the future, um, it's really important that we get the best people out there. They have a really good understanding. So you can go to our website, summitdiagnostics.com, or call us at 1-800-377-6481. And we'll be glad to, to talk to you and um, show you the products that we have and um, I think the people are going to be very, very pleased with what we have coming up in the future. Fantastic. Well, let's make sure we uh, plug your website and uh, how people can get a hold of you uh, one more time. Again, George Powell from Summit Diagnostics. Where can people get a hold of you? Uh, summitdiagnostics.com. And uh, you can call us at 1 800 377 6481. I appreciate all that you are doing. Thank you so much, George. And please come back and share your stories, inspiration, and innovation um, with our listeners uh, over the coming months. I have a feeling there will be a lot more of sto in store of all of those categories. So, uh, George, thanks for joining us. We're going to squeeze in a quick break. Uh, and as always, I encourage you to get on my website, shalomkline.com, where you can download all of the podcasts from the past seven plus years, as well as find my other podcast called We All Serve. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. We'll squeeze in a quick break and we'll be right back. Thank you. Welcome back, Chicago. You're listening to Get Down to Business. And I'm thrilled to be joined by Dustin Hillis, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Southwestern Family of Companies, the largest and most impactful privately owned company worldwide. Um, it, by 2048, that's the vision and strategy that Dustin's bringing into the organization. Uh, and the company has now grown from 19 to 30 businesses and is well underway to reach that aggressive goal of more than 200 businesses in less than 30 years. Dustin, that's amazing. Welcome to the program. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's exciting. So you um, you have just worked on a very timely new book uh, that was released uh, almost exactly a month ago uh, called Redefining Possible: Proven Strategies to Break Belief Barriers and Create Your New Normal. So, Dustin, I always love to start with what was your inspiration? You know, three years ago, my business partner Ron Alford's son uh, got diagnosed with leukemia. And about a week after I flew out to Seattle and we were there in the children's hospital and talking about just how tough this is. And he said, you know, uh, I want to do something to help inspire my son and inspire other parents like me that will help them through really tough times and redefine what's possible for their life when crazy circumstances happen. So he also set the goal in that conversation to break our all time company record at Southwestern Consulting. Uh, the company that I co-founded 15 years ago, and uh, it does sales performance coaching. And he said, I'm going to go out and break the record. And the year that his son was diagnosed, he did. He went out and broke our all-time company record. And uh, we literally have chapters in the book about how he did that. 
And then we we both had several stories where our life uh, has twists and turns. And at Southwestern, 160 years of experience of just uh, how to redefine possible. You know, Southwestern was founded in 1855, and we made it through the Great Depression, both world wars, and also the uh, Spanish flu. So it's redefined possible many, many times. So we thought taking all the lessons that Southwestern has learned over 160 plus years, stories from Ron's life, stories from my life. And then we've had 16,000 coaching clients that have gone through our one-on-one coaching program for them to share their stories. So all those reasons combined to write the book. And I was going to say redefine. That's what you do every day on the job. And your background is really interesting. I know as a junior at the University of Tennessee, uh, you broke the 150-year-old all-time sales record for Southwestern Advantage, making a profit of more than 100000 in 14 weeks. So redefine, you do that each and every day. So we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship on the show. So I would love to understand what is that one bit of advice that you would want to share with the entrepreneurs that are tuning in uh, to the show this evening? Yeah, great question. Well, as of Monday, we just launched our newest business. It's called Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group. Uh, We just recruited six new people to join that team. And the same thing that they're hearing is the same thing we tell all of our new businesses, which is the first thing you have to be willing to do is to work hard. And you can't teach work ethic, uh, but it is something that's required to be successful. So many people want the shortcut. They want to get rich quick. They want the easy way. And there is no shortcut to success. Uh, The second thing is uh, being willing to study and to be coachable. And an attitude of, uh, I want to learn. And you don't go out and recreate the wheel when something has been proven to work over and over and over again. And then the third thing is um, being willing to uh, be coachable and receive feedback and to change uh, what you're doing. And uh, if someone's willing to do those three things, we can teach them just about anything here at Southwestern and help them be successful. I love it. And in our uh, remaining uh, minute or so, uh, again, I, I want to highlight uh, this new book, Redefining Possible, written by Dustin Hillis, who's joining us here on Get Down to Business. And one of the things that you talk about in the book is the raft technique. Um, in our minute remaining, uh, Dustin, can you tell us why raft, R-A-F-T, is so important? Yeah, you know, with Redefining Possible, uh, Breaking Leap Barriers, Creating a New Normal, it recently just became an Amazon bestseller. And I think one of the reasons for that is this raft technique that we created that's in the book. And you would have thought we wrote the book based on what's happening in the world today, because raft is all about how do you handle external circumstances that derail you? And uh, the raft is an acronym. R is you realize an event is happening, such as a pandemic or the economy crashing or whatever else is in your life that gets you off schedule. The A of raft is accepting that the event happened. And if you were to watch the news and listen to the media, so many people just don't want to accept things that are outside their control. But that's the most important step of raft is accepting that things that are happening are happening. The F is focus on the controllables. And really in life, there's only three things you can control. That's your attitude, your schedule, and your activity. And it actually provides peace and perspective when you focus on those things. And then the T is you transform the negative event into positive momentum. And I think 2020 is uh, helping people that choose to do this to have positive momentum right now with uh, 2021. 
And I don't want to give away all of the secret sauce because I want people to pick up a copy of the book. Um, so where can people get Redefining Possible, uh, co-written by, uh, by you, Dustin, and learn more about everything that you're doing? Yeah, just go to www.redefiningpossible.com and you can get more information, pick up the book and tell your friends. Redefiningpossible.com. We're going to squeeze in a quick break. Dustin Hills, thanks so much for joining us on the air. Come back and share your advice real soon. We're going to squeeze in a quick break. More of Chicago's number one small business jobs and entrepreneurship program coming back after this quick break in just a moment. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I am thrilled to be joined by Lynn Hazen, who is the mastermind in everything uh, recruiting, everything uh, communications, marketing, and we'll talk about all of those areas in just a moment. But most importantly, Lynn is a friend and a consultant for the Empowered Job Seekers. This conversation is long overdue. I've been excited to bring Lynn Hazen onto the program. Welcome to Get Down to Business. I'm thrilled to be here. Great to spend time with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Lynn, let's start with you. Um, you have won the Lifetime Achievement Award um, from DePaul University's uh, College of Business and Marketing. Um, you've been an inaugural member of the Wonder Women Mastermind Group. You are super involved in community. And I know that that is a big part of your firm. Um, so, we'll talk more about it uh, during our time together. But highlights. What's your elevator pitch? What does Lynn Hazen and Associates do? We're an award-winning executive recruiting firm specializing in communications and marketing. And actually, this year is our 21st anniversary as Lynn Hazen and Associates and my 36th working as a recruiter. So we bring depth of experience, curiosity, and an increasing understanding of what it takes to be in the jobs of the future, the recruiter on behalf of our clients looking for outstanding talent. Well, congratulations on that. And there's a reason I asked you for the elevator pitch because I know you are helping your candidates developing uh, to develop that elevator pitch. And that is one thing that has not changed in 2020. It's changed a lot of things as a year, but it has not changed the fundamentals of the job search. So I want to talk to you, Lynn, about hiring trends, hiring trends. So what has changed in 2020? Now we're in February of 2021. What are the things that job seekers should be doing to retool themselves for the, for those positions of the future? To retool themselves, candidates really need to think about what makes them unique and special so that a recruiter will look at their profiles, whether it's on LinkedIn or their resumes, however they're communicating out to the world or to potential audience like a recruiter, we want to be able to say, this is a great candidate. I want to talk to you. And unfortunately, too many candidates rely on formulae. And I help companies buy. And after a while, when I read these, they're so boring because I don't really get a sense of who are you rather than you're following a script. So when I'm recruiting, what I really want to see is what makes the candidate an outstanding candidate, commitment to ongoing learning and training, and the value that he or she is going to bring to a new employer. So what we've been seeing this year, for example, is what we're calling the jobs of the future are now. Clients are looking for candidates who are on the vanguard of the new jobs, where there's growth, where there's opportunity. And that's what's been changing is that there's an increased need 
for candidates who have technical skills, for example, and who can adapt to changing modalities of how to do business today. So what's changed? Yeah, we're not working in physical offices together. The candidates who can adapt and change to the changing way we're doing business via Zoom or however they're communicating using these technologies are the kinds of candidates who adapt well to changing circumstances and the ability to pivot to say, I'm going to move into some new areas, take everything I know previously, add a new layer of technical skill sets and create demand for my talent. That doesn't happen in a vacuum. So part of what makes this period of life exciting for me as a recruiter is I want to go find those kinds of candidates and I want them to find me. So by being very visible on social media and creating content and PowerPoint presentations and doing workshops and seminars, part of it is very intentional on on my part is to raise my visibility so people can find us. By the flip side, candidates need to do the exact same things. They need to market themselves. And I have to tell you, there's some really cool tricks out there that we've been using this year on LinkedIn for candidates to get more visible. And I use the same tricks and I learned them. No one taught me how to do these things. And I went, wow, these are really cool tools. For example, do you know that if you post comments on LinkedIn and you put two paragraphs of commentary, mention the person's name, then all of a sudden your content jumps up to the most relevant content. And it was like one of those aha moments when I started playing with this last year. And I said, oh, this works. So part of the fun is being able to test new tools, test new technologies, see how they work, keep refining them, and then pass on these tools to our candidates so they can use it to their advantage when they're looking for jobs, new opportunities, and way to position themselves as, quote, what we call the candidates of choice. I love it. I'm chatting with Lynn Hayes in the, from the award-winning um, recruiting and consulting, and we'll talk more about that after we squeeze in a break, uh, a firm of Lynn Hazen and Associates. And Lynn, you've just shared some great tips that I hope to put into practice as well. And I know that the same principles hold true. You've been talking a lot on the job seekers side, but the truth is, even in a tough economy at times, it is so challenging for employers, for companies to find the talent that they need. So frankly, my message to all of you, employers, HR, managers, directors, CEOs, make sure you're putting these same tips into place as well. (laughs) But frankly, you need to pick up the phone and you need to call Lynn Hazen from Lynn Hazen and Associates. So real real quick, I want to make sure everybody knows where they can find you, which is lhazen.com, L-H-A-Z-A-N.com. And uh, we're going to squeeze in a very quick break and I'm going to be back with Lynn Hazen uh, as we talk more about that story, again, celebrating 21 years uh, with uh, Lynn Hazen from Lynn Hazen and Associates. I always encourage our listeners to get in touch with our wonderful sponsors and supporters of the show, Chicago Signature Limo and HealthPlanChicago.com for all of your health insurance and transportation needs. We're going to squeeze in a very quick break. More small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship when we return. 
Welcome back, Chicago. I'm thrilled to be rejoined with Lynn Hazen, the president of Lynn Hazen and Associates. And I should mention that Lynn has been out to many of my events and programs that I've uh, been involved in, in, uh, in supporting the business, entrepreneurial, and job seeker community. So Lynn is a leader in the community. So Lynn, it's been 21 years um, of, the, uh, of the firm. And uh, you have done a tremendous deal helping so many uh, candidates and helping so many employers. So did you ever think that you'd be in this line of work? Tell, walk us back 21, maybe 22 years ago. Well, it's been an evolutionary journey. I moved to Chicago after getting my master's degree from Brandeis University. I worked in the Jewish community for a long time. And it's interesting. What do I love doing is mentoring interns. What did I do? work with college students. So what one of the, my big themes is patterns of behavior for candidates and for business owners. Look at the patterns that are positive, that feed and nurture you and provide you with a sense of excitement when you get out of bed every day. It came to a point where I said it was time to move on. I moved into a new career track, not knowing that recruiting would be my new career. And what I loved about recruiting and still do to this day, 36 later, is the fact that I'm constantly learning and growing. What are the hot trends? What are the kinds of industries? How do I need to retool myself so that I stay relevant? And keeping involved in the community is one of my signature features because I love meeting people and establishing relationships. So it's no surprise that we call ourselves the relationship recruiters because so many of my candidates become my clients or they're working at one company, they move to another company and they call me back. We like to be their recruiter of choice when they're looking for talent. The other thing is that I look for patterns of behavior with my candidates because I like to see them grow and be successful over time. I have a huge commitment to growth and professional development, for example, with our intern program. And we have a huge variety of interns from all over the world, from Thailand to countries all over Europe to China, India. And what I love about diversity is that our clients are diverse. They have very many different kinds of needs. And what better kinds of staff, like one of my own staff members, Falgani, who's originally from India, she's an amazing superstar because she works with so many candidates who come from India who are applying for some of our positions as medical writers. So that's an asset to our firm is to have a wide range of talent working for us because our clients are different kinds of companies all over the world. I love it. And Lynn, in our minute uh, or so remaining, you are a business owner. And it's, sometimes it's easy to forget that because you are so involved in supporting other business owners. But you are a business owner and you have your own experiences. We are a show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, as I always say. What is that one bit of advice that you would have to, to, to another Lynn, to another business owner uh, that you would want to see them not make the same mistake or just a tool that you've seen that has worked really well? Don't give up. When COVID hit and I had to go home, I said, okay, I'm not going down. And I kept that as my mantra. Lynn, you can do this. No matter what's going to happen, you have something to offer. Reinvent yourself. Introduce new products and services so that you can be the recruiter of choice for a variety of clients. Offer consulting services, uh, candidate services, workshops, whatever it takes. And you know what? It's working and clients are calling and asking to recruit on their behalf. So what skills and talents do you have to offer? Reinvent yourself, create new 
revenue streams so that you'll always be relevant to the people who want to hire you. Lynn, where can people get a hold of you if they want to talk about a job posting or perhaps a position that, they, that they're looking for? Always happy to connect. My email is lynn, L-Y-N-N, at L-H-A-Z-A-N.com. My website is www.lhazen.com. And you can call me on my cell at 312-369-9802. I'd be thrilled to connect. Well, Lynn Hazen, thank you so much for sharing your advice, expertise, and we'll have you back on real soon. So you have been listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship to success. Let's get down to business.